You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Brooke DeVard, you're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. I'm sitting here with Danielle Prescott. You are the fashion editor for BET.com. Um, I'm actually the style editor. Style so I editor. Run the whole style vertical. So anything that's to do with fashion, beauty. Amazing. Living, all of it. <laughs> yes. And I feel like BET is like an amazing place to do it. I just went to the Hip Hop Awards in Miami and I was just like all of these sparkles, all of these bodies, like it's like a whole thing. Yes, it is like I have met more rappers in the past year than I ever thought was possible. So it is a very exciting place to be. And have you always worked in fashion? I have always worked in fashion, yes. Okay, where were you before? Um, right before I came to BET, I was at InStyle magazine. Oh, yeah. That's really different. It was so different. Yeah. yeah. And I actually kind of had like a mental breakdown there. I was just like, I cannot do this anymore. I just felt like it was so irresponsible of me to like tell women exactly how to dress like Kate Hudson from like head to toe <laughs> every day. And I was like, who cares? I know. But there's also must be something really nice about working with like people of color, mostly black people, right? Oh, yeah. It's so cool. It's very liberating. I feel very um, radicalized now yes, yes. <laughs> in a way that I don't think I was able to be before. Yeah. And I think that you do a really good job of like calling out people when they do things that are crazy, like all of the Megan, I'm going to ruin her last name, Mer- Merkel. Merkel. Mer- yeah. All of the like, what was the headline that people had? It was like, she's a sign for hope. Oh, yeah. Good Morning America tweeted out Megan Merkel's engagement Um gives hope to black women I know I had one of my writers do a takedown of that today it was ridiculous you see that and you think how many people approve this and let it happen when you're in a room when there is no black person there or even there should have been a white person that said this is crazy Mm -hmm. no and it doesn't happen when's the wedding going to be it's going to be in the spring I guess it's a memorial day weekend actually okay I'm like like pretty mean because now I have to work memorial day weekend I'll never forget Kim Ye also got married memorial day weekend and and you have to like cover it of course yeah of course I'm like this is so rude I know are you always working yes pretty much (laughs) you don't have any days off um, well, I've tried to make it a priority to start taking time off and time like off. days off because it's not healthy to like be so plugged in all the time and exactly. to work like crazy. It's just like not sustainable either. So I have like a team now, which I'm very lucky to have. That's so great. like I can sort of delegate more, yeah. but I do like I'm plugged in a lot. Which yeah. Is- 
You kind of like have to be for your job. Mm -hmm. But I also find that I'm like kind of a hypocrite because especially like with this wedding, like half of me is like, who cares? But I'm also really excited. I'm so excited. I'm so into it because it's like endless content, you know, like Kate Middleton is internet gold. Like, and there are so many websites that just get so much traffic from like, Kate Middleton got a, like, I mean, even if she cuts her hair three inches, it's a story, right? I know. And so I never, especially working at BET, I don't have the opportunity to like cover someone right. like that. Right. So now you get so to talk now about. now I get my Kate Middleton yes. and I'm thrilled. That's really exciting. <laughs> I never thought about that. That's really great. Oh, yeah. I think that Kate and Megan kind of look alike. Is that weird that I People think that? People say that a lot. Like when I saw her, I was like, she kind of looks like Kate. Yeah. Someone was like, there's definitely like. Uh, a requirement like yeah. a aesthetics that they have to fill the like brunette bouncy blowout but look. also you know like their look is very controlled as well like there's certain things they're not allowed to wear right and, like, like can, i heard they can't have stuff. colored nail polish yeah what else do they can't they do I don't know. There was something that Megan did about a purse the other day where she like carried the wrong purse and what? everyone was like bent out of shape about it or she carried her purse the wrong way. Oh like, my God. But like, you know, the kids, George can't wear pants until he's like five. <laughs> so what does he wear? Shorts on? and little socks. Isn't that crazy? That's so bizarre. I remember, so I was living in London when he was born and there were all of these people camped outside of the hospital mm-hmm. overnight. And I was like, what is everyone waiting for? And they were like, for like our new king to be born. And I was like, this is just such a different culture. I just I can't. It's very bizarre. Fully relate to I it. Know. But I guess we have Beyonce and Jay-Z. I feel like they're American royalty. Like yeah, like but it's close. different because like they get to like make their own rules. They get to say what they want. True. Beyonce can swear. Yeah. If like Megan swore on, you know, some sort of footage or yeah. video, like the world would be over. Yeah. That kind of thing. I just feel like it's so controlled in a way that's like, it's not a very fair way to live. I actually feel kind of sorry Me for too. them. Like it doesn't seem fun at all. I don't envy her life. Like people just like digging up all this stuff from her past. Like, I know. She has half siblings that are two decades older than her writing books about it. It's like, what is going on? I know. I know. And then the, and the fact that even like that her race is such a big part of the conversation just feels Huge a little ridiculous part as well. of the conversation. Like some black people are mad she's not black enough, and then you know, yeah. other people are mad that she is like black at all. It's just crazy. (laughs) How do you feel about this idea of being black enough? I mean, I think that in general, race is a construct. So if you buy into all of that, then you're an idiot. Yeah, it's not something that I ever hear like amongst black people in real life. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like one of those things that you see on the internet you don't actually encounter in real life. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. For your job, you have to be plugged in. Mm -hmm. I'll also read from your Instagram bio. Mm -hmm. Your description is pathological need for attention. Yep. And (laughs) wait, there's there's, there's one other thing. Which I got from a Harry Potter movie. And you have Content Monster. Yes, and you have trademark. (laughs) <laughs> trademark, content monster, trademark, and you have 25,000 followers. And I look at all of your stories. That's why I feel like I know you like constantly posting. Mm-hmm. But you're, the reason why I love following you is because you do it in a way that's like funny and humorous. <laughs> what is like your relationship to social media? I keep my phone on do not disturb all the time, really? which is great. Okay. Yes, because I mean, it delays my response to text messages a lot. Yeah. But it also means that it's not going off. I don't have notifications on my phone either. So no oh, Twitter, wow. no Instagram. Like, I also try and turn my phone off like some nights. 
which is really good too, because now I have an Alexa and Alexa (laughs) can be my alarm. So my excuse before was like, oh, I need my phone on because it's my alarm. alarm, But now Alexa wakes me up so I can turn my phone off if I want to. But just because I also talk to so many of my friends like via Instagram DM, like we constantly send each other memes all the time and like just it's like my actual friends and there's a lot of them too. So it just is too overwhelming to be talking to strangers. And like, while I want to help people, like people ask me crazy things and I'm like, I do not have time for this. Right. Right. Well, cause you, you, you're a big proponent of fasting, which we'll get into a little bit later, but I'm Mm -hmm. sure that lots of people have questions for you about like how to do it. And yeah, people always want to ask me, I can't even tell you how many questions I get about dating and dieting, like dating and dieting. That's like like really subject matter expertise. How did I, get this to be like this person (laughs) well I think it's because you're so candid about it and most women are either like trying to find someone Mm -hmm. or most single women I should say or Mm -hmm. like trying to lose weight like all women are trying to lose weight I think Mm -hmm. so because you're like candid about it and you speak about it in terms of like it being like a struggle and an up and down thing yeah people are probably like okay I know that Danielle's gonna keep it real so let me reach out to her exactly like if if something's like hard or uncomfortable like I'm not afraid to say it to say it yeah I also don't worry about like what my feed looks like a lot of Mm. people are like oh my god like this isn't on brand for me I don't look at my Instagram as like a direct representation of of me or like fictional like resume type thing I I don't know like I don't want to just have like all these professional photos like sometimes I want to have like a meme and sometimes that meme could be really like funny or sometimes it'd be like kind of depressing but also funny yeah yeah, you know so I don't want to just be posting these like glamour shots almost because that's not reality it's not like and that's like retouched my worst fear is that someone like sees me and they're like you don't look anything like your pictures like Like, that's horrible and that happens happens all the time time. especially here in New York like I'm like so you're wow like it's really shocking I don't do like any of that stuff yeah like this is like really like what I look like (laughs) and all but also like we were talking about it earlier like people do become really not fun to hang out with when they're so obsessed with like capturing content for social media and just so fixated on how do I create a post out of this moment yeah Exactly. It's, like I, if I like go to an event or something where I owe someone a post, I really try and like be one and done. I'm never like, can you take 90 more of these photos or like, yeah. can you like really hold it super high? And like, you know, I've ha- I know people that like have one person over here with the flash going and one person over oh here God, with the phone. Stop. And I'm just like, that seems like such a time suck where you could actually be enjoying this like amazing party or wherever right. you're at. Like I try not to distract too much from like having fun or living my life by yeah. like taking pictures like it's very easy to just get one shot and be like okay good enough like good enough I know yeah. I owe them a picture so here it is and I'm done. right right and also like just to not overthink it like, in your case you're talking about probably like getting paid or like getting yeah. invited like some people aren't even getting that and they're like really overthinking it I and know. it's like I mean I'm sure in your neighborhood you see all these girls like walking up and down these brownstone steps I'm like could yeah. you be doing anything else? Oh my God. Or like when I go to a workout class and I see all these girls like after or before, like trying to get like a perfect shot and I'm just like, it just seems like a lot of work and like not that fun. Like yeah. I think that when it becomes not fun, like you should probably stop doing it. I agree. I agree. And then, but also I think, you know, working in fashion, you get all of this stuff sent to you, which yeah. I'm always dying. Like looking at you, you're just like, Oh, someone sent me this, someone sent me that. But you wrote like literally one of the favorite things I've read this entire year for Man Repeller. You wrote an amazing story about like clearing out your closet Thank you. and yeah. trying to like kind of reconcile between this version of yourself that was more, you know, for the picture, for the image versus what you actually wanted to wear. Could you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, well, I've been 
working in fashion since I was 18 years old. And, oh, and your sister also works in fashion, right? She does. Yeah. yeah. She cool. followed me. Oh, really? <laughs> Wait, where did she work again? Thing. Now she works at bustle.com. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I think that one of the things you do when you work in fashion is you sort of adopt the style of wherever it is you're working because you like become an extension of that right. brand. Right. So I, you know, dressed very differently at Mode Operandi than I did when I worked at Elle. Oh my gosh, you worked at Mode Operandi. I did work at Mode Operandi. I've heard it's a rough, I've heard it's rough there. Well, when I was there, I was employee like number 28. Oh, wow. So it was like, I think a very different company. Yeah. And, you know, it changed a lot over two yeah. years that I worked there. Yeah. But um, it was, I was a very like early yeah. person. And, you know, when I worked there, like I, it was like all fashion fantasy. I had yeah. like all these like big skirts yeah. and Rosie Asselin and yeah. like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like all this stuff that it's just like, this is not wearable for real life. Mm-hmm. Like it just looks insane. Right. Um, and it just like, also like a lot of it, like wasn't even comfortable, like, which is like right. something I'm like, this is just crazy. I know. Like, if but it you, looks good, but it's not comfortable. Yeah. But I'm like, if I can't sit down in something or like worse, I can't like wash something. Like it would be like, yes, you know, that's a huge thing about like dry $70 to clean exactly. a pair of pants. Right. Like, Cause it's like crazy embellished or right. got leather panels right. or whatever. Right. right. That's crazy. Yeah. I can't live my life like yeah. that. I can't afford to live my life like that. So it just felt like a lot of pretending and like, yeah. I was doing things to fit in right. to like wherever I was working and it was just so inauthentic to me. Like I love clothes. I think I always have, I always mm-hmm. will, but it was just like, this is too much. And like, what if I just like to dress boring? Like just what if I like basics? Yeah. But like, you're also one of these girls that's like photographed at fashion week and you get like the cool street style photographs. Like you must feel like you've got to come with somewhat of a look. You can't just like be in a t-shirt and jeans. Yeah, that's a huge pressure. But at the same time, I'm like also like, you know what? I just want to be like myself. Yourself, so yeah. if I do feel like wearing a t-shirt and jeans today, I will. Yeah. You know, fashion week is such a parade. It's a thing, right? Yeah. But it happens twice a year and sometimes and you're working for like 8 days straight, yeah. you know, and it's like non-stop from like 9 to 9 every yeah. day. So like on Saturday and Sunday if I want to wear sneakers, I'm going to do Just that. Just do it. Yeah. Do you still get excited about going to the shows? No. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I actually had like a really big like moment of reckoning when I like the time that I knew I had to leave Ralph Lauren was when I was like working cuz I did social media there. I was like working backstage like covering the collection for Fashion Week, and I was like, "This isn't fun." Well, actually, the Ralph show was like one of the ones I actually liked. Well, it's it's a beautiful show because it's so old school. Like no it's one does class- it like that. It's, it's very like, classic. They do like two showings. It's yeah, like very like, like not the buying, about the buying show and the editorial show, yeah. and then they they had like I mean when it was at Clarkson, they had like the the chandeliers they yeah. put in there. It just felt so like this is how like a fashion show was like in the nineties <laughs> when you like look at like which, YouTube like, yeah. videos, which. I just think it's like cool no, that it's, it's just great. like this works for us and we're going to do that rather than like, I mean, as much as I loved Fenty, I thought that was like my favorite show, but it like almost gave me a heart attack. Yeah. These like motocross people are like flipping their bikes over our heads. And I was like, I'm, are we insured? Like what's going <laughs> on? What happens safe. if like one yeah. of them yeah. falls or something happens? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was, I was backstage at that show and I realized that it just wasn't that fun. And then mm. I kind of realized that that was like the height. Like mm. it's never, if you are working in fashion and doing social media for fashion, if you're not having fun, like covering the show backstage mm-hmm. for fashion week, like mm-hmm. it's not really going to get better than that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I need to just move on and not work in fashion anymore. Totally. And I don't really miss it to be honest. Yeah but I still love the clothes and I still, I think 
do you have this propensity towards like buying something that really catches my eye and like would be great for a photograph but not necessarily for real life and then so you develop this closet that has specialty pieces but not necessarily everything that's like wearable yeah absolutely I mean I had so many shoes because I was an accessories editor that like I just like couldn't even walk in and like they were so beautiful in my house and like and they would look really nice in a picture, but then I would never choose them because yeah, I'm like, they're not even the walk to the Uber right now is like scaring <laughs> me. So imagine what my night's going to be. And then you just get crabby and exactly. you know, something's itchy or too tight or doesn't fit. It's yeah. just like, it's not a good way to live. So now I just try to wear what I want and do what yeah. I want. Yeah. And I think it comes with age too. Yes, like now absolutely. at 28, I'm just like, I can't be bothered to do like the super high heel or anything super tight and bodycon I can do bodycon if it's like stretchy Mm -hmm. but I can't do the like I can't breathe all night right exactly look it just doesn't really work for me and at BET like are people pretty casual oh my god the only one I know like Janine and Connie always look fabulous really (laughs) yeah well I never really see Connie because she is like she's like always in LA yeah yeah um, but it's super ca- like Viacom is super casual yes. overall. People, oh my, God, my first people week, that... I was so confused. I was like, "What is ever?" I was like, "What is, is this an office? Flip flops, flip flops, ripped like, jeans, baseball hats." Yes, I mean, I wear my workout clothes to work sometimes. I mean, you like can. if I yeah, if I'm like shooting something or if I had like a a workout class in the morning, like I'm like, this is totally acceptable for me to wear leggings right now. Yeah, no one would even bat an eyelash. Not at all. <laughs> So, so this experience, since you kind of like cleaned out your closet and yes. like stuck more to basics, has it been a thousand times better since? Or are yeah, you still like I'm, working on it? No, I'm still working on it. I mean, I do have like a shopping thing and I've realized that that's also part of my problem because it's like, yeah, I, I mean, I got rid of stuff, but I never stop wanting stuff. Yes. And I think it is because I like fast all the time. So I don't like, yes. like, you know. You don't have food as a reward. I don't like enjoy food like that. And I'm also celibate. And oh my I, God. And I'm sober and I don't drink. So it's like all of these okay. like trifecta of things. I'm like, it's got to break somewhere. somewhere. So like yes. I'm constantly shopping and I'm not kidding. My doormen every single day are like, you have a package, you have a package. package. And I'm like, is this becoming a problem? Oh my gosh. Wait. So, okay. So you take me through all of these things you don't do. So you fast all the time. Yeah. And why do you do it? Mm-hmm. What started it? How long do you like go without eating food? Because I know like you drink, but like just t- take me through the whole fasting thing. Okay. So I see a nutritionist. His name is Dr. Charles Passler and I've been seeing him for about three years now. Okay. And there's like a kind of like a cult around him, right? Yeah. I okay. mean, he does like so many models, actors, like his like list of And what made you like go great. to him? I actually started going to him because I was working on a story on Victoria's Secret. Ah, and he okay. infamously helped Adriana Lima lose 50 pounds in like eight weeks or something ridiculous before oh she God. had to walk in the Victoria's Secret show after she had a baby. Baby, yeah, I remember that. So, um, he like he is he gets girls ready for the show essentially. Okay. So I started seeing him, and he just was like, "Oh, you need a lot of help." <laughs> But you're so, like, (laughs) slim already. Like, were you going to him for, like, weight loss advice? Well, I mean, he helped me lose, like, 20 pounds. I used to be 20 pounds bigger. Really? Yes. I, in fact, was, like, two clothing sizes bigger, too. Really? Okay. 
So he has like really helped me shrink. But um, so what so, does he do? He assesses your diet, like. So yeah, the first session he kind of like talks to you about like your relationship with food because a lot of people do like stress eat. A lot of people of use food as a reward. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean that's like something we're taught as like kids. It's like you get a cake on your birthday. Yeah. You know, it's like oh, a special occasion. You should have a cake, mm-hmm. and that carries you know into adulthood or like certain relationships with food, like you know, clean plate club, for example, right, like right. that is like how I was raised. Yeah. And it's to finish like, the food on your plate. That's, that's also like creates a problem. Like when you're an adult, because you're not like listening to your husband, especially in signals. America, like we have such enormous portions and like, yeah. imagine eating all of that. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Yeah. So, um, you know, so he talks to you about like the kind of like thoughts you have behind how you eat and what you eat. Okay. Um, and then about your drinking habits and all this stuff. Okay. And then he gives you like a few tests to take home, like urine tests, and then you bring them back for your oh, next whoa. session. Then he looks at them and tells you like what you kind of need. So he puts everyone pretty much on a detox. And the detox involves um, shakes and vegetables okay. for seven days. And I think like in seven days, I lost eight pounds. It was wow. like crazy. What's in the shake? Is it like something it's like that a you can recreate? Shake. Okay. So you can like buy the powder on his website. Um, it's called pure change is his program. And it's like, you know, you do one scoop of protein powder, mm-hmm. some almond milk or some water and you okay. shake it up, you have that. So it's like shake and vegetables alternating like all day for eight days. And it gets like very tedious, like towards the yeah. end. And he, I I was actually in London at the end of my detox and I was like, I called him. Oh no, I WhatsApped him. And I was like, Dr. P, what do I eat now? He's like, what do you want? I was like, weirdly, I want some chicken. And he was like, exactly. And it's so crazy because I had been a vegetarian for eight years before I like started seeing him. Oh my God. So I started eating meat again after because he was like, yeah, you're Your body so needs it. protein deficient. Like you actually like were oh, craving wow. that. So then he like just, after that, um, he puts you on like modified like eating plans where he just gives you like times to eat and it helps you recognize when you're actually hungry because sure. I, my thing was that I would eat when I was bored or I would eat when I was right. thinking. I, I do. I eat when I'm bored all the time. Right. Yeah. Or like when I'm like working. So like yeah. just to have something to distract it's myself like with. It's like hand to mouth yes, thing. And I'm like yeah. working. And I think that's something I like brought from college. Like when I was working on papers or yeah. something, I would always need to be snacking. Yeah. And... Just like when you're like, okay, I can only eat at like 8.30, 11.30, 3.30. It really like gives mm. you time and space to think about when you're actually hungry and like mm-hmm. what you're putting in your body. So him, for him, it's like times you're eating and like what you're feeding your body with. Right. So and I assume you can't have like carbs, sugar, so dairy. he like weaned me off a lot of things like sugar. I'm super sensitive to now. Like I'm like, ah, oh, this is going to put me in a coma or oh like gosh. I'll just get really hyped up if I have sugar. Oh, I wish that um, I had that relationship because sugar. sugar is so addicting. It's I like, know. it's like I'm so crazy. addicted to it. Yeah. I need to just. So if I have sugar now, like then I'll think about nothing else for like a week. Really? Besides more sugar. Yeah. So I just try not to have it because I don't want to put myself in that place. Yeah. Now I'm like fasting a lot, which yeah. is like. So how long do you go? So I do intermittent fasting. But oh, I think yeah. you do something a little bit more hardcore. Um, yes. So some days I'll just like fast till dinner time. So um, you just wake up, don't wake eat. Up. I have a uh, matcha latte. Okay. Um, and then I'll have tea, bone broth and water for the rest of the day. And okay. then like by nighttime I can have food. Just like a small sensible dinner. Uh, usually like a ketosis based dinner, which is like, okay. um, fat and protein. Okay. 
Okay. And certain vegetables, because a lot of vegetables have hidden carbs, like <laughs> carrots or beets or like whatever. You're really He's... next level. Okay. So like <laughs> carrots and beets, it's like too carby. Anything that's like colored is usually like really? full of sugar. Mm-hmm. And uh, even like I eat certain... sweet potatoes and I'm like, I'm so healthy. No. No. Wow. Very sugary. Yeah. I've got a lot of work to do. Uh-huh. Okay. So you so you do matcha latte, water. And then during the day, like, don't you just feel like I just want to like bite into something? Like your first few days doing it, weren't you just like hungry? No, because he t- he times it and spaces it so that you are like always putting something in your body so you Got don't it. get to the point where you're like, oh my God, I'm going to die. But yeah. then you also realize that that is kind of like fake, that feeling mm-hmm. like you're not actually hungry, right. you know? Like, I know people all the time, like, I'm starving, I'm going to die. But yeah. you you you're really not, won't. Like, you can make it actually a yeah. really long time yeah. without any food. Like, And it just takes you back to, like, the time when people were hunter-gatherers, mm-hmm. like, where we didn't have, like, all this unlimited access to food. Just to food all the time. You know, it's like you ate your meal, and then you didn't eat again until you could get your next meal. Right. You know? so And you also shared it amongst a community, so it wasn't like you were eating, like, tons and tons of food yeah so and so does everyone around you kind of they just must know that you don't eat pretty much <laughs> like you've just made pretty it much. like sometimes my friends are like are you eating today or like my mom she's like are you eating this week and I'm like yes you know yeah, <laughs> so yeah. like they know it's very difficult to date like this oh my yeah God. I'm sure because you can't it's just you have like a very strict schedule and then also I think when you are skinny like you're very small people I think freak out probably when they hear that you're not eating and probably just give you a whole lecture about how you need to eat right I know exactly but also it's like there's this whole fasting movement like in Silicon Valley like where it just like makes you more level-headed it makes you more clear like I'm so efficient if I'm fast I feel so sluggish and like oh if I'm like full of food yeah um I really just feel like I get so much more done and everything just like moves quicker do you think it's for everyone it's definitely not for everyone. Yeah. Like definitely yeah. not. Like yeah. it's actually like very difficult. And it's also because so much of our social interactions are based around food. So like, yeah, it's, if I have like dinners or if I have dates, it's like very difficult right. to be like, I I'm don't. not eating. Yeah. So have you seen that? Like, have you lost a lot of weight as a result of this? Yeah, definitely. But I like, I mean, this year I like yo-yoed in weight so much. So I really was like, I need to like be really, I want to feel very steady, you know? And so like now I feel like I'm at a place where I'm like very steady. But yeah, yeah, I think, and also I think that like the shape of my body has changed. Like I've eliminated a lot more fat because Mm. the idea of fasting is that like your body starts burning fat as fuel. Right. That's what, that's what you want to train it to do. Yeah. So like, even though... I might not go down in like pounds. Like I just notice like my clothes changed, fit differently yeah. or like I just like look different. Do you weigh yourself every day? Not every day. Okay. Yeah. Does the scale kind of affect your mood? Because I know for me, like sometimes if I know that it's going to be like a bad number, I'm like, let me just not step on the scale. Yeah, I try to do that too. Like freak me out. Yeah, exactly. Like, like after around... Thanksgiving, I was like, I'm yeah. not getting on the scale. Yeah. Like I already feel it. Like yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. And then yeah. I like gave myself like a few days of getting back into my routine, exercising with that. And then I got on the scale and I was like, oh, okay, I feel good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if I had, you know, right at that moment, I would have been very You upset. like go into a spiral. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. I'm kind of playing devil's advocate because I totally believe in what you're doing and it makes all the sense in the world to me but is there something wrong with the fact that like normal people Mm -hmm. are trying to do like Victoria's Secret model level diets oh my god absolutely I mean this was for a story and I think that it got so out of control for me yeah um 
but I also feel so much better than I did before. So that's why I continue to do it. Like if it wasn't like an actual physiological change, I Mm -hmm. wouldn't be like, oh yeah, let me keep doing this. But like, I didn't even know I was feeling bad. Like I was like almost permanently hungover. And like, I didn't even know that you like, didn't even I could realize. live a life where like, I wasn't like that. Feeling you know that what way. I mean? But I think that even Adriana Lima like wrote this thing the other day and she oh, was really? like, I am no longer going to take my clothes off for like an empty cause because it was like driving her crazy to wake up every day and wonder if she was good enough or perfect oh, enough wow. or looking good enough, whatever. And she's been doing this since she was 16. Yeah. So imagine like what normal people feel like. I mean, we all have like all of these intense pressures um, especially women, especially women of color. Yep. That's you know, so to true. look a certain way. And it's actually it's so interesting, like specifically on women of color, because I feel like now like young girls, like young young girls growing up have a even more unrealistic body standard around like me, Yes. I was like obsessed with fashion growing up. Like Leah Cabetti was like my everything. I was like, if I could just be like hundred and ten pounds, like I would be so happy. Like for me it was always like to be like skinny. Yeah. That was my ideal. Yeah. But now young girls are looking at these huge, like ginormous asses. Yeah. (laughs) Ginormous. And like these, and the legs, it's just like a crazy proportion. Yeah. It's not attainable, but I guess. Well, it's attainable if you have a doctor. (laughs) But isn't it like not even legal? I just finished She Gotta Have It and I like suffered through that scene and I was like. Can you believe that people people do do that? that? I know. It's so crazy. Um, no, but I mean, a lot of people are going to get injections in like everything. I know. I mean, I got my first like injections in my face this year for a story, which it was called a a vampire facial. It felt safe because it was like, I've heard about these. They take your own blood, they spin it around, they get the plasma out and then they take the plasma and and put it back into your skin, into your face. So it felt like, you know, kind of okay because it comes from my own body. It's not artificial, but it was super painful and I was really bruised the next day and I don't even think that I like saw any like real results where I was like oh definitely this is something to go through that said I know plenty of girls that have gotten like chin implants nose jobs like that get lip fillers get juvederm get Botox all of it you know yeah it's it's like a constant it's just because it's so accessible it's so easy it's like oh yeah I'm just gonna go do this it costs me less than five hundred dollars basically yeah Yeah. no it's it's even like with hair I've had I was doing like protective styles for a while but I was always like searching for like the next hairstyle and then I just like reached a point where I was like I'm just gonna wear my hair I'm gonna get a really good cut it was like the first time I actually went and invested in getting a haircut Mm -hmm. because before I was just like doing trims on my own and Mm -hmm. I was like growing it and then cutting it and then I like finally went to um diva chan diva curl oh yeah diva curl yeah diva curl yeah and I like got a haircut Mm -hmm. and then and now I'm like very happy but I'll probably get bored again because I always change my hair Mm -hmm. but when I think about how much like mental real estate is spent on thinking about these things I'm like so much I read this book this year called beauty sick and it was about um the psychological effects of like the media and just misogyny in general and rape culture on like women and how it is almost like a form of misogyny to keep women so preoccupied with how they i mean i can't even tell you how many men would not even think twice about what they wear to a presentation but it would keep me up all night if i have a presentation the next day like what i'm gonna wear because you know you're gonna be evaluated how people look at you yeah and like whether or not that's good and bad and when you attribute being beautiful as a virtue for women specifically only 
Yeah. Then it becomes an obsession. Of course it does. But then on the other hand, there's plenty of men and people that want to vilify women who like go after that ideal and aesthetic, right? right? Like, oh, well, that's fake. And oh, that she doesn't really look like that. And all that's makeup and whatever. But it's like, but you also want her to look perfect. So how do you expect her to reconcile that? It's so unfair. It's crazy. It's so unfair. I think for me, like my sane place that I found is like thinking about beauty as self-expression like that's Mm -hmm. where I like not trying to fit a standard but thinking about like Mm -hmm. if I continue to think about like the way I do my hair and my makeup or the way I dress is like a form of self-expression then Mm -hmm. that's like always what I can come back to as like a reliable Mm -hmm. way to know that I'm not getting like sucked into the crazy mental spiral yeah I love that you're blonde Let's talk because I'm I would love to dye my hair, but I'm so terrified because I know that it means that you have to do a lot of like deep conditioning and maintenance and moisturizing. I know it's so much, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know what I was doing before. Yeah, you like look at pictures of yourself with dark hair and you're like, so boring. Who's that boring girl? But also it means that like people can identify you really readily, ah. like from across the street. Yes. They're like, hey, I thought I saw you. Yes. Yes. It, like, so it's even like, if I'm wearing like really boring, like dressed down clothes, yeah. I got to be wearing a hat too. Cause otherwise someone people will, will find like, you. Recognize like, you. No. But it's a really like unique. It's like, it's like highlights, lowlights. Like there's a lot going on. Do you yes. go, you must go to someone professionally. I go to Ro Morgan. He okay. also does Miss Naomi Campbell's hair. So I'm very oh lucky God. to like what? see his man. You should go to him. Oh He's also like so funny i don't know where i'm gonna get all this money to see these people but okay okay but your hair is like definitely something that you should like not try and cut corners on hair or plastic surgery like (laughs) like and she's got to have it like don't try and be like oh i'm just gonna go this round away person like and they'll do it in their kitchen (laughs) yeah no 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 but okay i think hair for me i would argue that you can do your hair on your own like at least for me for like my natural hair. yes but i I just like it's also for color though time too like i like So sometimes when I have like some, a lot of work to do, but I have somewhere to go, like I'll just hire Glam Squad to come because that means that both my hands are free and I can write and type and like, you know, be on my phones or whatever. And they can do my hair because otherwise it's like, now I got to spend an hour and a half, maybe two hours like washing my hair, drying it, curling it. Do you use one of like those services, like those... Yeah, I have Glam Squad come. Glam Squad, okay. And yeah. do you, I've never used it. Can you mm. like request to them? Like, because my whole thing is like, do you know how to do makeup on black people? Oh, you sure can. Okay. And I write it in the notes okay, every amazing. time. <laughs> and now they know. Okay. They, they never, they, they one sent me someone and I, it was my fault because I forgot to write it. And he was like, I'm really nervous. And oh I was like, God. it's okay. We're both going to get through this. And you're like, I have, but at least but you I'm have not your own an foundation. Idiot. That's why you have to. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. 
you have to like request it because yeah, it is like, but most of the, I will say the glam squad, anyone, like, no one has ever messed up my hair. Like they're, oh, that's good. They're okay. Fair. Even that guy who didn't, who claimed he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. Like, he still managed to get through it. You know, it's, yeah. everyone is like very well versed and they have, they have the makeup for yeah. every skin tone and they're very like sensitive, okay. Maybe I'll you know, cause it. I think they're like very nervous about good. They getting should be some kind of, you know, Brad, press for like yeah. messing up well, someone's face be. yeah of course <laughs> because it is it should be a service for everybody of but course. there also are specific ones just for black women oh really well. mm-hmm. oh you'll have to like send me those i can put this in the show notes yeah so that's really cool yeah so okay so you went blonde i went blonde like and two years ago do you worry about like the combination of heat and like dye like I just like worry yes. maybe a little bit irrationally because I've looked at so many natural hair. Well, I'm like I heatless. Actually, I'm like heat free. Ooh, good for you. Yeah, I did that this summer. Yeah, and it really worked. Oh out yeah, for you me. got braids. I remember <laughs> your Instagram stories because you were like, these braids are so goddamn heavy. Like the braids. Well, before the braids, I was heat free, but the braids were the worst idea ever. And then recently, I was like, oh, I miss my braids. They looked really pretty on you, but you know what? Box <laughs> braids, especially, you. they take like a week to soften. Like they feel so stiff at first. They were like literally down yeah. to my butt, and I didn't think about having to live like that. It was so <laughs> difficult to sleep. Yeah. It was so difficult to exercise. Yeah. And it like pulled out so much hair because they were so heavy. Heavy. Yeah. And I wanted them like bigger because like I thought that also looked cooler. Yeah. And like and also did not I already took six hours. I did not want to sit, sit for, for like longer. Than that. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Well you should try crochet braids because that's like a much quicker way to get braids without yeah. doing every single I think little. if I just do it though again I'm gonna do cornrows. Like yeah. you know, I'm like this is just too much. Too much. And you work out all the time like how many days yeah. a week do you work out I try and work out at least four days a week so you have to wash your hair all the time yeah exactly and you also need like a style that you can work out in yes so so the, many considerations is not like for me <laughs> yeah yeah but I also find that like hair can get in the way of workouts to a degree that's unfortunate yes yeah. I'm like should I get a wig I've been watching Housewives of Atlanta oh, my fave show and they wear so many wigs and they look so amazing but also at the same time they have so many people to like help them Eggs. put their wigs on and like do their stuff right. so I'm like it's a whole different thing because when a wig looks Ugh. good it looks amazing but like a wig that looks bad like there is nothing more tragic I know but, but I'm like oh it'd be so cool to have pink hair I know and then so just cool. like change it yeah, all the time it'd be so cool. but then I was also like oh I don't know where I'm gonna keep all these wigs like they have, they have like storage is really important because they're expensive like oh, they're so I would expensive. never invest in something that I couldn't like yeah. keep properly so I mean maybe one day yeah no wig life is like <laughs> I think it's, it's it's growing in popularity I think oh my god it's a huge movement yeah, I guess it makes sense because you can protect your own hair and change it up. But I just, it, in person, like you always know. Has there ever been someone in person that you're talking to, like close up that's wearing a wig where you like can't tell? Like, No, not anymore. But also it's like what I do. I think that we like are more in tune to it than like the other people. Yeah. I think that so many more people have no idea. Yeah. And I guess like if they know, like, then like, all. who like, so what? Maybe that's what, yeah. like, yeah, I'm wearing a wig and what? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like no one cares. Tell me about the beauty trends. No, okay. Should we start with good or bad? What would you prefer? I mean, whatever. I don't let's care. Let's start with good. I'm very let's, honest. Let's so. start with good. Okay. okay. What are the beauty products or beauty trends that you're loving right now? Beauty products. Okay. Well, I drink a lot of tea. Okay. As you know. Yes. So, and I drink black tea. Okay. So I've been very, very um, paranoid about my teeth staining. Yes. Yes. So now I have a teeth whitening system. Okay. From like one of those ones that I see like oh, all the yeah, girls on Instagram of, like, with. Oh yeah, one like teeth okay. whitening things. It's from this 
brand called DPL. Okay. And I use it with some gel. Oh and God. I put it okay, in. I, I put it in the thing, and it like you put it in for ten minutes, and honestly, it really works. I probably use it for five times, and now my teeth are white. I mean, you have very white teeth. Yeah, it's from that though. I swear. Really? How yeah. much does it cost? I think it's like a hundred dollars, which is good because like a professional teeth whitening whitening service and is I've like. And I've done that before, and what I don't like about it is like it makes your teeth really sensitive, and it kind of hurts. And anything does that hurt. does that. Yeah. What is yeah, this for like, real? What is, what is the science here? And yeah. this, I don't have any weird sensitivity. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the That's teeth whitening kit. And, and having white teeth is like a big factor in beauty that like can't be overlooked. Huge. Oh I'm also God. very like, are my teeth like. It could not be white enough to, to be honest. It, I'm like they can't as be. white as possible. Yeah. Like yeah. without, you know, actually causing me physical pain. Yeah. So, yeah. That okay. That's want. a good one. So I also am very shiny all the time as you can okay see. but like with the beautiful glow thank you um but it can get out of control so i always like to have like a mattifying powder okay so mac has this like one that's called next to nothing and it's like sort of tinted but it's just like you brush it on and it just kind of like mats you out a it little like bit. absorbs excess oil yes okay it's perfect i'm surprised it's we live in such a like glossier fenty beauty world where like everyone's just so obsessed with those products so usually yeah. when people tell me the products they're loving it's like the new like hot thing but mac makes good stuff i like mac they, i like they've mac. always made all the shades exactly and i'm like <laughs> can mac like get its due they've just yes. been out here for a while and people are and acting also, like yeah they just make good makeup like they really do the packaging though sometimes i'm like why is this falling apart i just got it mm -hmm. but okay so and what's that one called next to nothing next to nothing okay and then the last product is a toss-up because I don't use that many makeup products. Yeah, like, on my you do face. a very like, like natural, bare, beautiful face. Um, but I always have to have my eyebrows like your eyebrows are perfect put together. Yeah. Thank you. I actually got eyebrow shamed this year by like a facialist. <laughs> what did she say? She was like you've done too much to your eyebrows. They look really bad. And she was like, don't ever let anyone touch your eyebrows with me. And I actually used to thread them because they can okay. get like unruly. My mom has like the most perfect eyebrows okay. in the world. I'll like, when I go home for Christmas, I'll insta the story of my mom's yes. eyebrows. And she like has never done anything to okay. them. Yeah. Um, and they're just like really like healthy and thick Full, looking, yeah. you know? And I'm like, oh, mom, like why can't I have eyebrows like that? So I just grew out my eyebrows and I haven't like done anything to them in like months. Now I just like fill them in lightly every day with shishado yeah. powder and oh. then I like brush a gel over them to keep them neat. And that's like my necessary, like if I like, if I don't do anything else to my whole face, you, the brows got to be done. You'll do the brows? Yes. Okay. And then um, the last thing I love is blush. Ooh, what blush do you like? Um, so my friend is the beauty director at L.com and she turned me on to blush because I was like, oh, black women can't wear blush. Like, what? Have, like, you know, I like was so not into makeup and this was like maybe four or five years ago. And because yeah. I think I was like really scared of it. Um, and she was like, no, you totally can of course, wear blush. Yeah. Totally. And I actually have like super red undertones to my skin. Mm, me too. Like if I get out of the shower, my face is red. Like, yeah. If I me work too, out too hard, my face yeah. is red. I can like it's feel like, like my nose is a little bit red right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, and the cold, my nose gets yeah, so my red. My ears like, are red. Rudolph. Yes. Oh my gosh. My husband always calls me Rudolph the red nose <laughs> reindeer. I'm like, can you not 
call me that. It makes me so self-conscious. But yeah, that okay, yes. same thing happens to me. So actually, blush is like very complimentary because my face does that naturally. Yes, you know? yeah. Um, so my favorite is this very, very, very expensive blush, which I am not kidding you. I'll show it on Insta Stories tomorrow. I am like scraping out with like my <laughs> finger. Because I'm going to so, maximize. Who makes it? I think it's like $80. It's from Kajir Weiss. I don't even, that sounds very fancy. And I have no idea what that is. It's like, I am like down to like so little of it. What color is it? It's like this, like very like rosy red. Okay. Yeah. And where did where did you get it? Julie gave it to me. Okay. My friend that is the beauty director at L.com. So she beauty editors get all the stuff. Like this is amazing, and it's a cream blush. You put it on with your oh, finger. Oh, I love cream you know? blushes. And I love cream blushes. It's really nice, and it doesn't move. Like you, you it know, just stays it just put. Stays, yeah, all day. It's, I mean, I'm like, oh, it's pricey for a reason, but I think it's like eighty dollars, which is like insane. That's really expensive. <laughs> I think like the Nars one that I like is like. 40 and I think that that's like outrageous and it like yes but if it can last you for a long time like I've had this blush for like a long time but that's why we're like at the very end now and yeah. I have other ones that I like but this one is like my fave your fave yeah and I also feel like I depending on how expensive the product it is is or like how hard it is to get again like the Pat McGrath highlighter mm. I like I like am savoring it because you can't buy it anymore so yeah. I'm like this has to be a very special occasion to break this out otherwise I'm going I to like act with candles yeah it's like can't yes. burn this like I love it I don't know if it's yeah. coming back you've got to have like your B team mm -hmm. that's like yes. ready okay <laughs> Tell me about the beauty trends that you are just like so over, don't need to see anymore, are so sick of. Okay. My first one is like InstaFace. I okay, am. Wait, what is InstaFace? Oh my God. Like, let's just like look okay, up a please. few examples. <laughs> I'm sure that they're, I'm like a, they're a, probably in my explore page because I was actually casting for something where I needed uh, beauty influencers. It's just like this like kind of very like, airbrushed look oh, that no okay. one looks like in person yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just like you know it took 90 steps to get yeah and it's just like who wants to have your face looking like that it's just so unnatural I know exactly what and I, I'm really tired of like looking at people like that I know and all these do you think the pendulum's like gonna swing this. back like like oh, this yeah. is insta face yep it's like the cut crease and the gradient eyebrow and the lip oh liner God. and the fake that's lashes. That's just like and the... crazy. Yes. It's... I don't want anyone to look like that anymore. And I'm sure this girl's like very young. And that's the thing. I think that this kind of it makeup ages, ages you. you so fast. And I'm like, totally. just be cool being young. Just be cool being 14. You look great. Like, yeah. I, I mean, like the most I did was like a lip smackers when I was that young. <laughs> These girls are out here looking like in full drag. I know. It is. It is. So pervasive, and I think it's reached its peak where like it has to swing back the other way. But I just don't know what it's going to take for it to swing the other way because no one's yeah really championing. What really gets me is like when the men do it too. Wait, what? Like, oh I've not God. seen that. There's like several men that like also have insta face, and it's just like I don't know. Like I I had a meeting the other day with a girl, and she had contoured her nose, and it like she had contoured it to like the shape was like a who from Whoville. <laughs> it was like you could see. The difference on the bottom. I was just like, why would you do that to your face? So, like, I mean, I'm sure it looked great under her, like, wonderful lighting in her house. But we were in, like, a conference right. room with, like, yeah. fluorescent lighting. And yeah. I was just like, huh, okay. Contouring is, sh it's shocking that people think that they can just, like, contour their face and just have a normal day. Like, people can see these dark lines. And I just don't even want to wash that off at night. Like, I don't even like washing off, like, a ton of makeup, which is why I don't wear it. Like, if I, like, have something... I'll obviously yeah. like do my face, yeah. but 
I really hate to like come home and have to have like a mask that you have to like scrub off. It's the worst. Um, I am so over matte lips as well. Okay. Thank you. Because it, they Stop. had the, they Stop had their it. moment. Yes. But also like, let's just call it what it is. That shit is uncomfortable. And <laughs> it takes so much to like commit to it. Cause you got to reapply every day, yeah. every few hours. And yeah. then when it like, starts getting kind of gross you got to take it all off and then put it all on again again. yeah who has that time because you can't build on that no it's gross enough that is like a really no no for me i think that's going i think by 2018 i think the map i think like think about the fenty gloss bomb like everyone's getting more into gloss i hope so i think the matte lip is but i don't know it's like takes so long for these trends to like they're they just like started booming in like ohio you know what i mean (laughs) it takes a long time for people to start hating them you know for us it's like everything's over in like two minutes in new york but for the other places like pensacola florida they still are rocking a matte lip for sure right you're right you're right (laughs) okay okay any other beauty trends that you're just like um just like really like ridiculous eyelashes too like I told you I've been watching a lot of Housewives of Atlanta and I'm like, isn't blinking heavy for you? <laughs> yeah. Or like ones with like rhinestones in them oh, or that something. So it's tacky. just like, but you know what? I, oh my I, God. I love a lash. I, I love, love a lash. Yeah. Lashes. I can I, I understand where they're coming from. Amazing. They make lashes. you look so but, like doe eyed and beautiful. And when you like put so many on, like, I mean, this girl's must have like two yeah. strips on, two, two full strips, strips yeah. plus extensions. So when you put that on, then when you take them off, you look dead. Yeah. People get used to seeing your face that way. And it's so like, then... what? But they're so unnatural looking. And like, yeah. whatever. If that's what you want to do, that's what you yeah. want to do. Like, I do not judge you. But I would just like prefer to see like a little bit more like normal. Yes. Yeah. You know, it just seems heavy. Yeah. I think I read an article a while ago from Beyonce's makeup artist and she was like, B and I decided like she's not going to do lashes anymore. And I was like, that's really chic. And like, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. You can when you're Beyonce. But like yeah. then if you're like out here like the rest of us, I understand <laughs> you like might need a, a pumping up every now and again. But just like there's a limit to like what looks like normal yeah. and beautiful and like what looks cartoonish. Yes. And it's, you know, it's actually interesting because Beyonce could do anything. But I actually think like more and more her beauty looks are very accessible. Like she's doing yeah. like a high pony thing and mm-hmm. like a pretty natural-ish yeah face there may be a lot behind that natural looking face but like I think she's actually been kind of like a good advocate for like a normal amount of makeup Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and she always looks good and Solange too she doesn't like ever do too too much yeah for the most part so okay so so you went to therapy today yeah I was in therapy today Mm -hmm. and so What's the difference between a therapist and a psychiatrist? I'm like um, very... So a psychiatrist, like, it's usually... I mean, they can prescribe you medication. Okay. So you usually go see a psychiatrist if you have some sort of condition. Like got it, got it, got it. Bipolar okay. disorder, depression, okay. like that kind of a stuff. A therapist just talks. A therapist just talks. And then, like, they can also, like, recommend that you see a psychiatrist if they feel like that you need medication. But they can't actually prescribe you medication. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so how often do you, like... How long have you been seeing your therapist and how often do you see him well, or her? I had to break up with one therapist this year. I really? think I'm going to have to break up with this one too. Really? Yeah, it's so how hard. Do you pick, how do you pick your therapist? Like, well, just this one was recommended yeah. to me. And the other one I like found online because I like went through a really hard breakup at the beginning of the year and I felt that I needed a relationship therapist and like oh, that's wow. what I needed. So I like went to like find a relationship, a relationship therapist. Okay. So that's what I found. Um, but... Then, 
I don't know. She was really like into pushing medication on me, wow. and, which I don't judge anyone for taking medication. There's plenty of people that need it, but I just felt like that's not what I needed. That I needed, seems kind like, of irresponsible coping mechanisms. I just think that a lot of people in my neighborhood must be like crazy medicated. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that seems kind of irresponsible to like jump to that. She just like, I mean, it was what did after she want a few to prescribe months, you? she was just like, it was just very heavy handed. Like every single session, she was just like, I really think you should go on medication. She really Medication for to, what though? She wanted me to go on antidepressants. Okay. Um, which, I mean, I was depressed. My boyfriend dumped me. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. And I was like depressed because I was like dating and like all the guys were just like the worst. Like okay. that guy I told you about. Yeah. That like thought that my job was a joke and just treated me so badly so, so is this why you're celibate now well I don't like to have sex with random people that's amazing yeah Good. so I don't have a problem not having sex until I'm with someone that I want to be with. in a relationship you know what I mean? with, yeah so that's why I'm celibate okay that makes sense yeah and so so you, the bad relationship so you had a bad relationship then you started seeing that other guy and then i had like, like an subsequent like worse relationships like really yeah, like, like what made these guys so them. awful they just i think that a lot of times men can be very selfish yeah and i think that i am a very selfless person in a friendship and in a relationship like even to my own detriment I will make myself uncomfortable and make someone else happy right and I just feel like I did that so much Mm -hmm. that I tried to like be a little bit stronger when I was like dating and like a little bit less flexible sometimes it worked but then sometimes like if a guy is unflexible inflexible then that doesn't help anyone and I just felt like I don't know, like they didn't care enough. Like they just were like treating me so badly. And I was like, you know what? I don't need any of this. Yeah. New York City, I think in particular, is a really hard place to date. Totally. I think guys here have the privilege of having just their Endless choices. Endless choices. And also like girls that will put up with a lot of that bullshit. And so I think that like when you don't. And you have standards. They're like, well, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you such a bitch? I'm like... (laughs) Yeah. So, so, okay. So you initially got a therapist for relationships, but yes. now it's just become so just general then I, life. Like, kind of, I kind of think I've like outgrew that. Like I, I fix myself from that breakup. And then I was like, well, I think I still need to talk about things. Yeah. And the, my problem with my old therapist was she was like an older white woman. Okay. And I just didn't feel like she like related to me at all. Mm. And did, you have to, did you feel like you constantly kind of had to explain things that were kind of like evident? Yeah. And like she said really weird stuff to me. Like what? Like one time I was telling her about how like I read this article about how black women are more likely to accept emotional abuse because they're so rejected like huh. in general, like in the world, like beauty standards like everything everything right it's like so difficult so it's like that's why I also feel like I was more like able to just like take all these guys like treating me like terribly you know because it's like oh well of course they are and so I told her this like that I I recognized it was a problem Mm -hmm. and I was like yeah and I want to fix it for myself and she was like I don't really know if that's true I mean people love Michelle Obama and I was like, what exactly? And I was like, huh? Uh, no. Yeah. I, I, I need like, to find someone else to. Yeah. No, I don't I know if that's like, true. People love Michelle Obama. That is offensive. Right. And I was like, 
Well, also people called Michelle Obama a monkey this year, just so you are clear. Oh my god. On that part of it. Yeah, and she probably thought she meant that's like that's the unfortunate part. Like she didn't see anything wrong with what she said. No, Do you know what I mean? Like she all. thought that that was like fine. So it really stressed me out. I was like, so I gotta your, get a new therapist. Is your so new therapist black? She's young and black. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and how is that dynamic? It's good, but she's like a little tough lovey, and I'm like, I'm like, you're not my mom. That. Yeah, and I don't know. Like, she, I think, judges me, like, also. And so I'm like, this is weird, too. You want, like, a non- non-judgmental relationship? Yeah. So I haven't done therapy. So you would recommend it for, like, you think therapy is just important for everyone? I do. I mean, yeah, I think it's important to be, like, to recognize your shortcomings and, like, also, like, look on how to get through them so like one thing that therapy has like opened up for me is that I'm super super impatient Mm. like I want everything that I want now and I don't want to wait like if I see like a line at the coffee place I'm like I'm so mad (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know um and like but that extends to everything in my life and that is like a real problem and so one of the things that like was recommended to me by both therapists is just like learning to be more present and learning Mm. to like appreciate moments and like gratitude and like all of that stuff because it is important like because I'll like I'll get something and then I'll be like okay what's my next step you know so I'll get somewhere and be like okay what's what's next you know and so I'm like always like rushing through a lot of life and yes. not like appreciating like the moment you're things. at. at this yes, exactly. Time. So, like, have you tried you meditating? Know? Yes, I have tried meditating. Not for you. I have tried this every which way. <laughs> I have, I have like an app. Headspace, yeah. I, ha- I have, I have gone, gone to, to mindful. Yeah. I have like done a lot of things. Like, but it's, I mean, it's really hard for me. I know it's good. I know all the studies. I know all of the research yes. and the numbers that I think say it's fine it's to not meditate. And I also think that your meditation can just be like, I always think of like, even if I'm cooking or if I'm like working out, like that can be your meditation if you're being really mindful about it. Yeah. And like yeah. So that's what I try to do. Like when I'm in like a workout class, like definitely not have my phone. Like yeah. definitely be like, this is your hour for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or like if I walk around or something, just yeah. be like not looking at my phone. Like this is like, just taking the taking mm-hmm. the time. I don't think you necessarily have to sit cross legged like and just no. meditate. No. So okay, I'm just so curious because I've I've never done this. So you go and they're like, so what do you have to talk to me about? Like, do they kind of put it back on you to like guide the session? I know it's expensive. Like therapists are like at, they start at like two hundred something dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an expensive hour. Yeah. But so do you, you can like come also, with like, notes? Find ones that like work with your insurance company too. Oh really? Okay. So that, like it ends up being like thirty dollars an hour. Oh, that's like good. the one I'm paying now is like full price, but the other one that I had was like thirty an hour. Okay, but even thirty an hour, like I feel like, do you come with like notes and like stuff to talk about? No, um, I mean it depends on like what happened like during your week. Mm-hmm. So like, so is that how so they like got my it? Fir- like all the therapy sessions at the beginning of the year were like all about like my terrible boyfriend and like <laughs> what he did to me yeah. and like how sad I was, yeah, and, like, whatever. And then they like turned into like oh my God, I'm never going to meet anybody and I have to go to all my friends' weddings and I have to like be happy for them and like, you know, this is like horrible. But then it turned into like, like what we're talking about now is like how I, I will make myself uncomfortable to make other people more comfortable. Mm -hmm. So like I will like overwork myself and like all this like stuff, like putting, like always put myself last, like always, always, always. Interesting. And so like to work on like that and realizing that like I need to stand up for myself and, you know, say what I want and like not just like 
been to like everything like sure. especially in like a professional environment because like I realize I do that a lot and then it makes me so stressed out so I have all this stress for what yeah to please someone else it's crazy and so what what does your therapist like what does she guide you to do in those situations to like avoid that situation well they I mean you're not supposed to like tell someone okay they do. don't give you like actual advice yeah okay I mean Yes kind and of. no, but like it's, you're supposed to like sort of come to conclusions on your own. So like, yes, I know I need to be like, none of this, you know, <laughs> I know I need to be like, actually that's not possible. Or like right. my team can't do that. Right. Saying you no know? more. Yeah. And like I have been, you know, and then I like go to therapy and then I tell her like the instances where I did good and then she'll say, okay, but like, what did you do for yourself this week? Which you like oh, usually wow. means like you know, did you go to ballet class? Which is like supposed to be the thing I'm doing for myself oh, or nice. like, you know, what did you do for yourself? And like, if I say nothing, then like I haven't done well because I usually am like doing stuff for everyone else mm-hmm. like because I have to, Oh, I have a birthday mm. party. Oh, my mom needs me to call her. Oh, I, you know, Interesting. I need to do that. Yeah. But like, I don't do something for, yourself. for me. Could some of that be tied to like your online shopping addiction? Like maybe that's the thing that you feel like you can <gasps> do for yourself. No, but that's like, so it's like making me like, no, no, I, I know it's not broke. I, know I can't it's do not that. good, but like maybe, maybe you're like, I work so hard. Let me just treat myself. I'm like, yeah. buy these shoes or yeah. buy this thing. But that I also feel like is a problem, which I like want to address in therapy. Cause I'm like, I don't need any more stuff. Of and course. I want to, I want to like, and it's also part of being present, just being like, look, you are just happy with like the 90 sweaters you own. <laughs> like I bought three pairs of jeans last week. Do I need another pair of jeans? No, I probably have 45 pairs of jeans, yeah. but I was like, oh, I need these three new ones like that's yeah. crazy you know but like it made me feel better for a second but like does that stop me from wanting to buy something this week no so like it's right it's like a beast that doesn't feed itself so I want to just like cut all of that out yeah like you what you've what done I mean? with like sugar and all of that and so it's, do the same thing for shopping yeah but I'm like I need something because yeah. otherwise I'll just be like living like a monk <laughs> what do you prioritize like what's your like thing that you're like I will spend money on this until the day I die well hair because even though I can like like a lot of people like offer like free hair treatments or whatever. Like just this week, Dove was like, Oh my God, like come get your hair colored, whatever. And I'm like, no, I don't trust (laughs) anybody. I don't. Yeah. I'm like, no, I will pay for it. So I know it's good. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to take risks like that. I hear you. So like hair is definitely one. Um, workouts is another one I'm very lucky because I get invited to a lot of fitness stuff and I also like host a fitness show for BET.com wait what yes it's called the flex zone wait Um, uh, why am I just (laughs) learning about this now the flex zone so wait you like do like workout stuff yeah that's so cool So like I'm very lucky in that regard but then also like when I want to just do my own thing like sometimes like those classes are like way too much and like yeah. when like you know but it's like well it's free so you really have no right to go yeah, like when, when I want to do my own workout I will pay for it because I'm like this is what yeah. I want to do and this is what I know works for my body and makes me feel yeah. good so I'm like okay I'm gonna do that what are the workouts that you like um I reluctantly like soul cycle I say reluctantly because like I do not subscribe to any of like the mantras and the behaviors and like all of that, especially not the merch. But 
It is a good workout. And what I like most about it is it's the same everywhere. So yes, like, if I'm in San Francisco, if I'm in Miami, if I'm in LA, if I'm in Atlanta, I yeah. know I can go to SoulCycle and I know I can get the same kind You're of workout. Sweat. Again because if you ever go on like a vacation, like sign up for a yoga class, like you'll oh, just gosh. be laying on the ground half the time. And I'm like, this is not a workout. Yeah. This is not yoga. Or yeah. not, it's, but maybe it is, but it's not the yoga I'm used to doing used in New to, York. Yeah. So like, I don't like that. I yeah. want to know that I'm like getting a workout. True. You true. know? Yeah. Like I went to like yoga in Thailand and I was like, I was expecting it to be like real yoga. And it was like very like much meditation, like with like some light stretching. And I was yeah. like, this is so stupid. Yeah. Um, I also love Pilates on the reformer. I love reformer. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I love it. Um, and I mean, it's very difficult and like challenging. I love any dance related yeah, workout. Me too. Um, so any like, kind of dance class where I like like the music yeah that's also really important and that's also why I only pick the black people to go to at soul cycle oh that's only. so real so you you're can, like you can see but I, wait but I took a black guys class and his music was not I was like hmm well lots of ha- house music you have to <laughs> not like click them this. first because sometimes they're like real gay and yeah. like <laughs> that's the kind of music they like right exactly but you have to like click okay. so even though I have one that's gay right now I have two that are gay right now but they like aren't like the most amazing Francis and Mike Press Francis and Mike Press okay yeah. what locations do they teach at um Mike is at 63rd street okay and Francis is at 46th street okay and then um um, Mabel on Mabel. 54th okay. street. She's Dominican. I really like her. Okay. Um, you have to like, <laughs> I'm all for the racial you, screening of your soul cycle instructor. It's you very real. You have to. Yeah. So I like click their profile and, and then like the music comes is. up. Yes. So you yeah. have to check that first. Okay. If Fair. I see like any Imagine Dragons, it's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine dragons, yeah, yes, that and that can that. that can happen very easily yes, with Soul Cycle, oh and it can really like yeah, take so you out of it. Yeah, so it will make me angry because it's not cheap, and I actually pay for it with my own money. Yeah, I feel that. Last question: mm-hmm. When do you feel the most beautiful? So I definitely feel most beautiful like right after I get ready. Okay. <laughs> like I like the process of getting ready. I like that process more than going out itself. Like I could get ready and stay home and be completely happy. Just like make that your night. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. We have to go nowhere. Um, but then, you know, I always do go out cause I'm like, well now everyone has to see me. Right. Of course. But like it, like if I'm not single, I could just like get ready <laughs> and stay just home. Stay like, in. Honestly. Yes. How long, how long do you take? Cause I hate getting rushed, getting ready. Cause I actually, Oh, I, I like the challenge of it. I'm like, oh. I make it like a thing. I'm okay. like, Ooh, can I get ready in 20 minutes? Oh, wow, can I get stressful. ready in 10 minutes? Yeah. Okay. I, I love it. I mean, ideally I like to take like an hour. So I yes, can like really take my say. time an and like spot. listen to all the music I want. But like, I have had to like turn it around really quickly Yeah, and I don't mind that. I think it's like, it's like a kind of a fun challenge. Yeah. I always listen to music. So like the playlist is always going, um, the lighting, I always pick out my outfit before. Okay. Yeah. I always like, if I know I have to like go out on like Friday, for example, I got invited to a party on Friday night, like today. Oh, okay. so I already thought of what I was going to wear. Oh, okay. So that's going to make it easier. Cause Pre-planned. I don't like to like be stressed, like to be like, Oh my God, I have to go out right now. And then like, think about, like I always like to know what I'm going to wear before. And then it also helps me like know what makeup I'm going to wear, you know? Ah, So you, so you let the clothes dictate the makeup. Yeah. Because you can't like, some people do the opposite. Some people are like, I want to wear a red lip. So I have to find the right outfit. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm clothes first, makeup second. Okay. 
Um, and so, yeah, the lights, like I, I mean, I always have the same kind of combo of lights on in my apartment. So that doesn't really change. Okay. Do you like candles? I always light candles anyway. Okay. I'm a very candle burning person. Okay. Um, like right now I have my holiday candles going. Oh, nice. So yeah, at ev- every day I come home, I pretty much burn a candle. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's like a given. And I usually shower and then I do my hair. Okay. And then I do my makeup. Shower, hair, makeup. Okay. And then I get dressed. Or usually I get dressed and then I do my makeup. Yeah. Because you never want to like get makeup on the clothes. And that will be a thing where you, now I can't wear this or yeah. like whatever. Creates so all the stress. I always try and get dressed and then makeup. Um, and then I like take some pictures before I leave. Of course. And then I could be completely happy like not going anywhere. Yeah. There is something <laughs> but, like sacred about that time before like the outside world ruins everything. Yes, exactly. Like you step outside and then like people will be talking to you and ruining it and you just like were like I looked so cute and it was so safe before and now you've like destroyed it. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. But generally like that's when I feel okay. most beautiful. That's good. Well, thank you so much for coming and yeah, recording and sharing all of your wisdom. Thank you guys for listening. Celebrate every day like a birthday. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.